You are listening to Season 1 of Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who think differently and want to explore ideas and topics that are relevant to all areas of their life. Hi, Life Reframers, and welcome to Episode 12. This is our last episode of Season 1, Sandy. How are you feeling about that? I'm kind of sad. It seems like it's gone really fast. I I can't believe we've done 12 episodes or will have done 12 at the end of this one. That's it's been amazing. How about you? How are you feeling about it? Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit the same, although I like completion. So I'm feeling good that we got to the end of a season. I'm feeling excited about what's next. And I'm just super happy because it's just been a great week Sandy you know the sun is shining it's been a nice warm week the weather is great we've been out about doing some some activity and it's just awesome how about you yeah the same it's been a great week I I went last night down to the waterfront and I had such a nice time there's just a beautiful breeze coming in off the lake and I I was really happy I saw this woman and you know it's kind of a reframing story but I saw this elderly woman like I would say she was like 85 and she was wandering through the park down at the lake and it's like about 10 30 at night and she was on her own and she had a walker and she was just kind of like all over the grass and I I kind of wondered if she had escaped from one of the homes, the seniors residents around there. Um, Cause she just had on this like kind of gown too. So oh. she seemed to not be in any danger or anything. So when I was leaving though, I, I got in my car and I looked and I was parked in front of the playground and she was sitting on the swing just swinging away and And in front of her was the lake with the moon, like kind of like she was like in in the light of the moon. And it just was, it made me really happy. I just felt like she was a kindred spirit. I thought that's going to be me someday, even if I have to escape to get out on a swing or to have some fun. (laughs) That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. What a nice story. That's awesome. I know. Kind of makes you smile, doesn't it? It did. It really did. That's good. So today, listeners, we're going to do a bit of a wrap-up and a bit of a summary. We will talk about what is next. And so we will be back. We have decided to do this in seasons. So we have completed our season one, or this is our last session of season one. We are coming back for season two in the fall. So we'll start that in September. But at the end of the show, we'll talk about how we're going to stay connected with you all over the summer and what we're doing. So let's cast our memories back to, well, 12 weeks ago. Oh my gosh. So we started this because we had a goal. We wanted to inspire women to think differently. We wanted to inspire women to ask questions, to take action, to get out there and lead their own lives. And we kind of had no idea where this might go, how this might go. (laughs) We had a bit of a plan. I think we had a plan for like the first four episodes or something. And then we had a whole list of things we would love to talk about. But we really did that because there was nothing like this out there that we could find. And something that I've totally taken away from this, Sandy, is how inspired I've got just by our dialogues each week. 
I agree. I feel the same way. It's it, each topic has been inspiring in its own way for me. And I get a lot of happiness out of doing this podcast. Yeah, me too. Huge learning. So do you remember, ep- oh gosh, do you remember episode one? We had to record it three times. <laughs> I do. <laughs> because the first time we recorded it, I don't think it recorded properly. Or the second time we recorded it, it recorded one of us, but not the other. So that one person was having a very good one-sided conversation. <laughs> With lots of gaps in between. <laughs> <laughs> but but we, we helped each other work through our frustrations and we got there. And Sandy has been mostly doing the recording. So she's bearing the brunt of, of, of the pressure of trying to make sure it records properly. <laughs> And I have been mostly doing the editing. Well, I have been doing the editing. So I've been bearing the brunt of making sure we have a good final product to get out there into the world. So uh, we've both had huge learnings over that. And we've had some technical difficulties along the way, that's for sure. But huge learnings, Sandy. I never would have thought we would (laughs) know, oh, yeah, we know how to record a podcast, edit it, upload it to the website. We're we're on it. So we both had this vision to do the podcast and we and we did some learning you know we did some online learning around doing a podcast and we had our notes and we knew what we needed to do I don't think that either one of us realized how much technology was going to play into into our learning and our podcast in terms of having to record things or sound quality or getting equipment or software, all of those things that we we both had to learn. And it's been a stretch, to say the least. Yeah. And a lot of people, we've had two... Uh, two guests on this season and both of them were like okay so what programs do you use what software <laughs> what equipment so it's kind of like we're in this whole new world of of podcasting and and you're totally right I I'm you know I'm not the greatest with technology but I'm really pleased with where we are now and and I think we stepped it up in the last few episodes as well you know we're still finding new technology and we're still practicing it and learning it and trying to see which is the best platform for us to use. Even going through a process of where to offer our podcast. You know, we know iTunes is a huge place for people on Apple devices. We started off with SoundCloud, uh, moving over to Google Play for, for people who are on other devices. So, you know, we just want to make it available. And so we've had to do a lot of research onto what is available, what is out there within our budget and what do people use? We want to be where the people are. So we want to make it easy for our listeners to download and listen, basically. So, And I just want to add that I do have the biggest mic you can possibly get, <laughs> <laughs> which has been really fun for me because one of the pieces of equipment that you need is a mic or something to record with, obviously. And I was at someone's house and they had this big mic that they weren't using and I was able to scoop it up. But I feel 
at first I felt like a bit of an imposter with it because I am sitting here like good morning Vietnam, you know, like I'm (laughs) on this big radio show with this big mic in front of me. And at first I felt like silly sitting here. I went from a headset that came with my iPhone to the world's biggest mic. So that's been that's been a funny thing for me. And but now it's like I get my mic out and I'm mean business. <laughs> You're totally in the mindset for podcasting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so episode two was around our health and fitness. So one of my huge huge passions, desires and values and something Sandy uh, really appreciates and, and lives by each week as well. And one of my biggest inspirations through that was I realized I needed to get back more into yoga and it had been on my list for a long time. So I'm super pleased to say, uh, what, 11 weeks on that I'm now practicing yoga a few times a week and I feel, I feel so good, you know, and I'm back I'm just back into a good schedule a good routine and perhaps that's part of you know coming out of the doldrums of winter and and into spring and now into summer but it feels so good so just trying to think more about some of the functional exercises that I need to to be that 85 year old lady on the swing exactly (laughs) so and this week we talked about health and fitness and our own goals which was really helpful for me and we decided on Monday that we were going to both start being a little bit accountable to each other for some of the things we wanted to do and I've been thinking about you every time I look at a bag of potato chips and that's been helpful for me so I think the health and fitness focus for us is just it's something that's important to us and something that's been helpful talking about and reminding each other about our goals and our hopes for our our health and that's funny I ate some chips on the weekend and I was totally going to text you and say (laughs) (laughs) so so if you have been listening to our podcast you will know that one of Sandy's motivations when she was uh, exercising was to put five dollars into a jar to help save up for a purse so when we were texting this week about trying to get a little bit more motivated I said it's okay every time you eat chips you can put five dollars in a jar for me and I can buy my purse (laughs) exactly It'll be a nice purse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Then we moved on to education and career. And at that time, you were doing a little bit of research about what your next actual certified learning, I guess, or more structured learning might be. We, We learn every day in what we do. But you were looking at some other education. Have you made any decisions on that or are you still thinking about it? I'm still thinking about it. I've actually looked at about three or four different programs now and I'm not sure exactly which one I would like to take. So there's there's a few options and it's definitely something I'm planning in the next six months. I just haven't decided which one is going to be the right one. So you know what it's like. There's timing, location, there's a few things that I need to to have to align with my schedule. So I really feel like I need it though. Like there's just a desire in me to just retool a little bit and get back into a more formal learning environment. So I'll probably know by the time we are back with season two. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think for me this process has helped me realize a few things and even and just us working together. We've got some ideas on how we might work together more in the future for our businesses. So for me, it was just a reset and a re realignment and it's an ongoing process. What do I want to do? Who do I want to work with? Who do I want to work for? How do I want to do it? I think that you're a little more fluid when you're an entrepreneur because you are able to shift direction with less constraint than when you're working with someone else. It often involves leaving that place and finding another employment. Sure. And so, um, I, you know, I think one of the things that I've learned at my stage of life is that we're always in transition around career. I don't know if that's more true today than maybe it was 50 years ago. I just think that people need to settle that in their mind that we're always going to be changing and not very many of us are going to start in one place and stay there for our own our whole careers. So looking at how to build careers and that are that are really flexible and looking at skill sets and instead of longevity at one place is is helpful there. Mm-hmm. And some people do like to stay and that and that's okay too, but I, I agree with you. I think today there's a lot less of that because also the work environment is just moving constantly and shifting constantly and adapting. And I think when you do get into a certain age of your career, you you're really thinking about what what do I want from my work life? what drives me and what brings me value and I know a lot of people are are kind of shifting out of their their day-to-day careers and and starting to do something that drives them from a bit more of an internal passion perspective it's all all good questions to ask yourself Mm -hmm. so our next episode was big one for us was on Mm -hmm. personality because we both really enjoy looking at different assessments and we've both work with different assessments in our own work and so we talked about Myers-Briggs and we talked about yours which is social styles social styles and that was a really interesting episode for me as well and just a reminder to be more aware of the different personalities and temperaments of people that I'm working with Including you. Yeah. (laughs) And then the episode on being environmentally savvy or environmentally conscious, Sandy. And this is a big one for you. I know you. uh, this is certainly one of your values to be as environmentally conscious as you can. Have you made any changes or any other awareness since that episode? So this is one I'm really struggling with right now because... I'm thinking of getting a second car and that's different. So we've been living with one car and it's become very difficult. So in our life situation, I have elderly parents who I need to visit more frequently that live in another city. And I have grandchildren in the other direction and I'm kind of in the middle without a car and I don't have a way to get there easily on transit it's too far to walk too far to bike so 
I need a vehicle. And so I'm looking at that right now. And I think I'm all over the place with it. But our government has said that there will be some good initiatives for people buying electric cars or hybrid cars in the next year. So I'm starting to look into that option because I feel like, okay, if I'm going to acquiesce and go with a second vehicle, then I want it to be the most environmentally friendly car I can find. So that has changed for me. Yeah. And it's it's, it's interesting because what's changed for us is and, and in that episode, I spoke about some of our guilt, I guess, or our values disconnect with, with the car Ashley's got because it's a bit of a fun car and it does use a lot of petrol. And since then, he's heard that his company is going to move closer to home. So he's going to have an office relocation. So he could walk to, he could be a 10 minute walk to work. Nice. That's a bit of a shift for us too because we're now talking about, okay, do we sell the car? And then you've got to start questioning about the convenience piece. Do we sell the car? And the only convenience piece really is is getting to the gym. So, yeah, we're starting to talk about that. So we may have made a decision to sell the car or at least get a smaller car that that could just be run in the city. I spoke about a electric car as well because if it's just a little city runabout, then – that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, we've had a bit of a shift there too. Well, there you go. We might be getting one. You might be getting rid of yeah. one. So I feel like we are at least balancing each other out. And maybe some people who listen to our podcast are getting rid of their cars. So I'll feel slightly less guilt if I get one. <laughs> and then we had our first guest. We had Karen and one of our friends. And that was great. And, and listeners, we did we did aim to have her on earlier and we tried, but that was one of our technical difficulties that we experienced. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> yeah. So we were so glad it was Karen and we forewarned her that we we want to record on this day, but we just have to say we haven't had a guest before. So After so, 14 tries, let's reschedule. <laughs> she was very, very good to say, okay, let's do it again. And then we actually all got to meet in person, which was really fun. And we had a nice uh, nice part of the day together. So it was great. It was great to see Karen hear some of her story about how she really got involved in community work with um, her neighbours uh, long before she became a city councillor. And that really helped her uh, establish a new path, really. Just the work, the volunteering that she was doing in her neighborhood while she was a stay-at-home mom when the kids were young. It really set her off on a whole new, um, I guess not career because she's still teaching, but a, but a whole new path in terms of that career. I really enjoyed interviewing Karen. She's very clear on who she is and what's important to her. And I think that really came out in the podcast. She's done a lot of work around what her values are and living according to them. And I liked her discussion on traveling alone and what that looks like and how how much fun that is for her, how she's really grown through traveling on her own. I thought that was very insightful. Yeah, it is. And and she, I actually saw her on the weekend and she said she's booked a trip for the fall. So we're with some people and one of them said, oh, can I come? And she said, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to hear her stories. It was good. 
And the next episode, so number seven was on happiness and a little bit of the psychology of happiness, but really looking at where we find happiness in our lives and and um, whether or not that's important to us or if it is, what we're doing about it. So I think that was one of my favorite episodes. It was one where I felt like we were really getting comfortable in the podcast with our podcast and with the way we interact with each other. And we had some great conversations there. What did, what was your takeaway from the happiness episode? Yeah, I agree. I, I really liked that one as well. And that's where we first, well, I think we spoke about values in each of our um, episodes, but it's when we're really circling back to our values and, realizing if we're functioning within what is important to us, we generally are happier. And this podcast definitely is a source of of happiness. Our happiness or unhappiness impacts others around us as well. Yeah, it was a really good episode. And there were so many things that sometimes when we do these episodes, I feel like we're just scratching the surface. (laughs) And that was one of the ones where I felt like there were so many things we could have talked about that we didn't get to. And there are so many books and resources, you know, around the whole psychology of happiness. I think we may want to revisit that one in the future. I think there's a lot more we could talk about with that. Yeah, and maybe we could revisit it with a, at least a newsletter over the over the summer, at least. That's yeah. a, a great idea. I just remember the bunnies in that one. Uh, oh, and yeah. The bunnies <laughs> getting in the way of your happiness and, and uh, how's the bunny problem? Right, so they have totally shorn off two lettuces. So um, Ash made a cage for my... And I, I, I thought this would happen. You know, expectations, Sandy. I thought, I've got lettuce. There's bunnies around. They're going to eat it. So I, I separated my lettuces, if you like. So I have one in one pot over here, one in one pot over there. one. In. So um, I'm letting them have two lettuces and I've saved one pot for me. And so <laughs> Ash has put a cage over it. So I've actually had to go and lift the cage and actually uh, do a bit of a harvest. But, oh, yeah, they're still around. And the cutest, cutest chipmunk squirrels, which I think are the cutest squirrels ever, they are still ruining a bit of my happiness because they are still chomping on everything else. But they are so cute. I mean, how could you be unhappy when you see one? I know. But sometimes they just get in the in the way of your goals, right? Yes. <laughs> And then we spoke about, uh, at week eight, we spoke about assumptions, Mm. assumptions and judgments. And did we say, you know, the saying with assumptions, it makes an ass out of you and me. (laughs) I think we may have said that. I can't remember, but it's true. We talked a lot in that episode about unconscious bias. And just after we recorded that episode, I actually heard another woman on a podcast and she'd written a book called Blind Spot. And I wished I had heard her before we recorded our episode and could have recommended that book because she is, I believe, at Harvard and she's done a lot of work around this idea of unconscious bias and how we all think that we're more impartial than we are Mm -hmm. and there was so much in that so I 
we'll put a link to that in our show notes for this episode. But it was just one of those things where I felt like, oh, I wish I knew about this before we recorded our episode. I think the whole idea of unconscious bias is something that we need to think a lot about in our lives. And and we all think we're very tolerant and politically correct. And because of that, we don't realize how much bias we actually have. And I've been thinking about that in terms of being a woman. In some of the roles in my life, I've been observing where I am treated slightly different. And I'm sure it's an unconscious bias because I'm a woman. And I I at first thought it was just a feeling I was having. And then I started paying really close attention to it recently. It, it's a... Um, a board that I'm a part of and I realize that I'm the only woman on that board and mm-hmm. that there is something there and I really think that they would be surprised if if they to hear me say this mm-hmm. and it's something I think I'm going to bring up at our board meeting so mm-hmm. a really important topic it is because it's how I mean we all have assumptions it's how we make sense of the world so really it is it is about being conscious of them and and asking ourselves how is this impacting me right now yeah yeah it's it's a constant thought process at another point of reflection which takes us into our interview with Jeff Hendler and he actually spoke about about research studies where men have transitioned to become women and they have noticed the shift in the attitudes towards them and how people interact with them. That was a great interview. I really, really uh, appreciated Jeff coming on and I can't wait to hopefully meet him in the summer when he comes back to Toronto. Um, But it was really nice listening to his thoughts on resiliency Mm -hmm. and and his huge um, stories of transformation. Yeah, I really enjoyed that as well. And I I liked Jeff's humor and I the thing I took away from that episode when he talked about change being hard, bloody hard. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, we need to remember change in our lives is always more work than we think it's going to be and um and how resilience factors into that. So, I think especially for people who are going through women who may be going through some changes or thinking about making some changes, that whole idea of of resilience is important to consider. And I think that's a good episode to go back and listen to. Yeah. And, and the fact that it's okay to escape when you need to escape and you need time out to think about these things. Um, But yeah, yeah. Cause it, it sounds so easy when you interview them and they're through the process and, but it was, Hard, bloody hard. (laughs) (laughs) And then, Sandy, that took us into motivation, which I think was one of our best episodes. I agree. I agree. We were together having a glass of wine. Nothing to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) Comfortable and relaxed. And yeah, it was it was it was fun. But again, our values showed up a lot in that episode as well. What motivates you? 
And accountability, a big one. We spoke about being accountability partners for each other and that is a source of motivation for us. Oh, and deadlines. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. We did talk a lot about deadlines. Deadlines, which reminds me, we both have to set deadlines for our courses that we want to develop. So we are going to do that after this episode. Sounds good. And I know we planned a couple of days to to put together uh, some timelines around some projects we're working on related to the podcast, as well as mapping out our next season. So we will be motivated because we are going to have some hard deadlines. Oh, yeah. We'll have a fancy planner with purple and pink and blue pens. And oh, Can we have stickers too? <laughs> stickers. <laughs> <laughs> And post-it notes. Yeah, post-it notes. And then our last episode last week was around our values and another another good one. And I think our biggest learning and aha through there was we will sit down during our planning session and develop some values for, for us working together in our podcast. And I think we're fairly aligned, but to write them down and to write definitions around them on what it means um, is another good step and will, will help us into season two. Yeah, I think the values one was really important for me. I've been reflecting a lot on it and working out what my values are and revisiting them, which I hadn't done for a while. And it's been really helpful for me to become more aligned with who I am and sort of the internal external alignment in my life, I guess is a good way of putting it. So creating a, making decisions to be in alignment with who I am and what's important to me. Yeah. Thinking back when you started, what challenged you most about starting this project? So I wanted to do this for several months. It was, you know, maybe close to a year. I've been toying with the eye of idea of doing a podcast. It was something that I really, really wanted to do. And then we got serious about it and decided it was something we wanted to do together. We started getting all the things, the website, the landing pages, all those things together to launch our podcast. And then when it came down to the week we launched it, I felt like the biggest imposter in the world. I felt kind of embarrassed, like who am I to have a podcast and who do I think I am? And all of those voices in my head just started to make me feel like, was this a good decision or, you know, why, why are we doing this? Did you feel like that at all? Yeah, I, I totally did. I thought, yeah, who are you? You're, you're in your forties and what do you know about all this stuff? And so I had to keep reframing that to I'm sharing my stories and if some if people can take something from that then then that's that's our goal met. I love hearing people's stories and I often get inspired by people. And I was the same. It was after the fir- recording the first one and I was like, "Oh my gosh." We're really putting ourselves out there, Sandy. <laughs> I know. What if nobody likes it? And then we're publicly doing it on social media. So we <laughs> had this big launch on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and just putting ourselves out there. It's interesting for me, and especially from a change perspective or a growth perspective, when you think about how how we shift and how you reframe things partly by 
just going ahead and facing your fears. How do you feel now about doing a podcast? Like, do you still have those feelings or do you, has, has that dissipated somewhat? Yeah, no, it has. And I feel like that's how I've grown from this experience. I'm happy that we've both been vulnerable. I'm happy that we've had some aha moments and just shared who we are, you know, being very open. So I feel like I'm, I'm just, I'm confident, more confident in, in what I have to say and, and put, put myself out there. I had an interesting thing on the weekend too. I was getting my hair cut and I went to a new salon and I was talking to the owner who was cutting my hair and he was talking about some leadership challenges and I was asking him, you know, what kind of input he was getting and he said that he, he said, well, I've been listening to a number of podcasts and I said to him, oh, I said, I have a podcast and he just stopped and then he just announced in the salon, he said, this woman has a podcast <laughs> and everybody looked at me and I felt a bit like kind of like a dork or something, but, <laughs> but I also felt very proud about it and proud that we had done the work and made it happen. And, and uh, I was also didn't hesitate to tell him that I had a podcast, which I think 12 weeks before I might have felt said that but kind of almost embarrassed, like, well, I have a podcast. But yeah. this time I was just like, I have a podcast. Very, yeah. very confident in it. So that was great. So we're both a little bit more confident through that. That's awesome. So what has been your biggest surprise through this journey? I think that's been my biggest surprise is how much I've enjoyed this, how much um, doing a weekly podcast has helped me clarify what I really like doing and where my strengths are and what makes me feel good and what conversations are important to me. I think on the um, maybe not so positive side of what my biggest surprise is, is how often I say right. Yeah. <laughs> my gosh, the first few episodes I listened back, I thought, do I really say that all the time? And so I ended up with like post-it notes all around my laptop of alternatives to use instead of the word right, because I couldn't believe how often I said it. And I've been, every time I say it, I, I just want to like smack my head on my big microphone, but I'm, I'm getting there. Oh, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm the same when I, when I listen and edit some of these things out, <laughs> sometimes so I say like a lot you know right and like and it's funny all my life in Canada everyone said oh I love your accent I love your accent but I still have a bit of hard time liking how I sound on the podcast I'm ignoring those negative comments that I have about myself and and just relishing in the positive comments that pretty much Nine times out of ten, I meet someone, they'll just say, can you just keep talking? Because I just like hearing your accent. So, I love it. So, so I'm like, That's okay. the only reason I'm doing the podcast with you is because I love your accent. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest surprise for me is, yeah, how value it, valuable it's been. I knew we'd learn from a technical perspective, but how valuable and inspiring it's been for me to recheck on all of our episodes of the topics that we've we've done and 
rechecked. Okay, so what really motivates me? When am I happy? What 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 do I want to do about being environmentally conscious? So that's been great. And one of the biggest surprises, my mum is not into podcasts or anything technologically savvy at all, but she had an operation actually. So she was kind of confined to reading and, and not doing anything very strenuous. So I sent her the uh, link and, and I said, you know, she's not on any, I ch- nothing like that. So I said, easiest thing for you, mum, is just listen to it from our website. So I sent it to her and one time, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I Skyped her and she was telling me, she said, oh, you know, I've been meaning to do this project for a long time. She makes scarves. You know the scarves she makes, Sandy. Beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, beautiful silk and wool scarves. And she said, I've been meaning to do it for a long time, but I just kept putting it off and thought, well, why will people want to come and learn and etc." So she said, I went and did it. She lives in a community where she um, put her name down to teach her felting. She does a Nuno felting. So teach her a Nuno felting course. And she said, you know, I kind of did it because it's part of uh, motivation for me to get back into felting. Um, but I thought, and I could teach some people at the same time. <laughs> and she said, I thought I knew a couple of people would turn up, but no, she said, it's so oversubscribed. We had to get a bigger room. <laughs> wow. So she was starting that actually in a few weeks. And I said, oh, that's really good, mum. So glad to hear that. And then I was just chatting away and she's saying how – because otherwise she's bored. And I said, oh, have you listened to my podcast? She said, well, that's why I did it, Joanne, because I was listening to you and Sandy. And after one of the things, I thought, right, I've been talking about this for a long time. I've been thinking about it for ages. I'm just going to go and do it. So – so that was a huge surprise for me that she listened to it and that I could motivate and inspire my mum. So I'm That's super, great. super proud about that. So that was that was kind of neat. Yeah, very neat. Yeah, and that's exactly why we were doing this. So to try and inspire women and to support women in reframing their lives and thinking differently about what they're doing and where they are and and doing doing more doing whatever that more would be for them, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So what does the next level look like, Sandy? Do you want to just give a little bit of an insight? We, we've got a planning day uh, in the in the summer, so we don't have all of our I's dotted and T's crossed in, a, in as a flexible way as you would like to have that happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what's next for us is sorting out, well, first of all, what our next season of topics will be we've already approached a couple of people for interviews that we're really excited about and even really surprised that um, with the caliber of people that we're going to be interviewing on our next season which again points I think to the growth in our podcast Um, I think we are also wanting to get a little bit more clear on how we can support our listeners in reframing their lives and being a little bit more of a support and giving some more concrete, tangible supports there. Anything else that you can think of? Well, we just were very intentional over the past few weeks about our social media. And I think that was a big learning for, for certainly for me, we knew we would put it on social media, but we weren't really intentional about it. And uh, I think part of our learning over this process is that we do need to be intentional about it because we want people to share it with their friends. We want to get it out there. We, we want to build our listening base, basically, because we want as many people to be hearing it as possible. Because if we can inspire 
inspire people to get out there and take action and, and, and reframe their lives, then that makes us happy. Well, yeah, we'll be focusing a little bit more on that as well and, and how we move forward. I just want to chime in there that I, I looked at the numbers for all of our social media accounts on the weekend because I had written them down all yes. about two weeks ago. And then I went in and and just to see where we are. And we have seen, you know, probably like 15% growth on all of our accounts. So that's really exciting. And I just want to remind people to to like us on Facebook and share our newsletters with your friends and um, join in the conversation on Twitter or Instagram. And we're Life Reframers on Twitter and Instagram. And thank you for the feedback that you're giving us. But I'm, I'm really encouraged that we are connecting with more people on social media. So those efforts that we have been very intentional about are we're seeing results there so I think that's exciting yeah because we had some goals I like some of the feedback we've got so just reflecting Sandy you said you wanted to do this for a long time I certainly would not have done this on my own it's almost like we can be a little bit more courageous and taking risks and a little bit more vulnerable when we're doing it together and I never ever would have done this on my own it's just it's us being us (laughs) it really is it's been a great place to to talk and just that's what I think is so much fun about it is just like we're getting together yeah. to have a conversation like we would anyway <laughs> we're just sharing it with people and we have been getting good feedback which has also been very encouraging for me I we have also had some inquiries from people about being on the program and being mm-hmm. interviewed which has been great and we um are definitely open to that we are going to be doing some work around what our topics are going to be so um in the next season you know if those things align that will be great but it's been really wonderful to have people reach out and say I really love what you're doing and I want to be a part of it yeah, that's that's the bit the the next big thing. So I would ask our listeners out there if you can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook, tell us what you would like to hear about. Is there a question that you have that we could maybe form an episode around or a topic or do you know a speaker who who may be valuable? Um we're going to be doing some planning over the next few months, so we'd be certainly interested to hear your thoughts for sure. Absolutely. And this summer, we will be connecting with people, newsletters, we're not exactly sure, but we won't be doing the podcast every week, but you will hear from us a couple of times during the summer and uh, just some reminders and some, some questions. So we are very thankful to all of you who have listened to us this season, and we feel like this is just the beginning of the Reframe Your Life community. And we've been using the hashtag Life Reframers. So if you are using anything about Reframe Your Life or you are posting something that would be of interest to us, use that hashtag Life Reframers on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you're hashtagging things. And we will search for it and hopefully find your great input associated with it. 
that is a wrap for us now for season one. Like we said, we are going to continue to touch base with you through our newsletter. So if you aren't signed up to our newsletter, go to www.reframeyourlife.ca and sign up because we will be putting some things out over the next two months. We'll be back in our regular season for season two in September, but we do want to stay connected with you over the next few months. So sign up for our newsletter and we hope to engage with you over social media. Thanks so much, Sandy. It's been an awesome experience for season one, and I'm super excited about getting together to plan season two. Me too. Thanks, Joanne. Hi, Life Reframers. Did you enjoy our podcast today? If so, we'd really appreciate a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or our Facebook page. For more information, visit our website, reframeyourlife.ca, and sign up for our newsletter.